0: Bittersweet toxicity. So I bought a fan, one of those tower fans, because I'm going through menopause already.
1: Oh, me too.
0: Yeah. And
1: it's been like two years already that I started.
0: I haven't gotten a period at all. I can't remember the last one I had. So I bought this tower fan. I put it in the living room and it's a smart fan. So, you you know, like you name your things or whatever so I downloaded the app and I named it menopause fan <laughs> so now Eric hooked it up to our like echo device which we have named Ziggy mm-hmm. so I'll hear Eric shouting through the house Ziggy turn on menopause fan <laughs> that's
2: hilarious i'm sorry catnip i can't do that we can yes.
1: I, we can do a podcast about menopause next Yes,
2: yeah. yes. Then, then then, I can have the very awkward role in the middle.
0: Yes. <laughs> I have an idea for a new show, uh, so we'll just get your chef friend involved and we'll call it cooking with menopause. <laughs> cooking with
2: menopause. <laughs> and then uh, we'll have to wear bear paws while we cook just to make things <laughs> even with you, Patty. Anyway, you, uh, Vanessa. Right?
1: Yeah.
2: You can cook with men in paws. <laughs>
1: oh that was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's brilliant I, mean, it's like,
2: I don't get the joke why are you guys wearing gloves we're like
0: <laughs> 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 I love it Let, yes You're let's do that stuff you know yeah <laughs> the chicken's on the floor now nobody saw that <laughs> five second rule welcome to episode six I'm your host Vanessa as ever joined by my co-host Patty and Mark Hello, everybody. So I figure we can flesh out some of the characters of this story a little bit more. Um, I know last week I talked about how A and I had had that fight, and I asked A to move out. A was really bad, and when A moved out, we stopped talking. Mm -hmm. we left on a really bad, bad note. Right. I don't even remember being there, to be honest, when A moved out. I mean, I probably was, but I don't remember anything at all about that time. I just remember us having a fight and me telling A, you have to go. And within a few days, A was gone and we just were not speaking after that my i wound up telling my housekeeper ally about the fight with me and b on the way to his job <clears throat> and that caused an even larger rift between myself and the housekeeper where now, even though I was alone, a lot of the time, she never came over at all. I was pretty much Why? done.
1: Why? Um. That- oh, on your part or on her part?
0: On her part, she was so mad, and she felt the same way that I had expressed last week, which was, "What is the big deal? Like we weren't together. What is the big deal?" All right. She was so mad about it that she just was like, "No, I, I don't." It really just wrecked whatever friendship that we were building.
2: And I can't deal, um,
0: scenario, kind of right. Like, I just can't even deal. Right. I mean, I just wound up completely isolated, and now B starts to unmask himself a little bit more and to start telling me these. I guess like kind of scary stories about his old relationships, how in each one he was the victim and he walked in on this one in bed with someone else. One of the things that I found out was he was headed to a court case because with his last toxic thing that he was getting out of as he and I were getting together, he said he came home at one point from being on the road and went to that girl's house and saw that her ex-husband's car was in the driveway so he was knocking on the door and no one would let him in and it was a trailer so he kicked the air conditioner in on the window and then crawled in through the window and started a fight with the ex-husband
2: those kind of people who wonder why they won't be let in.
0: Right. Yeah.
2: <clears throat> that and bears are what doors are for.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You Do you have a different set of headsets, Mark, by any chance? It's just static. Whenever you talk, you have like a...
1: Maybe in the you background. blow into the microphone. Or <laughs> like, to, maybe there's something in it. You know what? Sometimes blowing... <laughs> Makes everything better.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm done. I'm qu- I'm quitting the show. I'm quitting the show. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Goodbye.
2: Uh, you know, hot flashes. Mark's trying to blow in the microphone.
0: And sometimes blowing makes everything better. I'm all suited. Thank you. Now
2: you got my wife laughing in the kitchen. <laughs>
1: so I'm not wrong with what I said. I stand by. I stand by what I said. Yeah, yeah, all the way back to the
2: Atari. Occasionally blowing it just makes it work. <laughs>
0: I'll have yeah. to run that one by Catnip later. You I'm know, sure Patty. He's,
1: agree with yeah,
0: he's like, "What do you need me to do?" To would be to his with his answer to that with one, me. I'm pretty sure
1: he is going to agree with me.
0: Yeah. No, he's going to
2: say, "What do you need me to do?" Is what he's going to say.
0: Uh, <laughs> no, he'll be like, "No," pretty sure he'll just unzip his. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, wow, you get to be like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I want
0: old mail. That is old mail. He'll say, I can't hear you. You need to speak into the microphone. <laughs> and you'll be like,
1: is you'll this be like, His guy name guy? is Mike?
0: Oh, my God. Check. Check. Uh, here's the email. Can you hear queen. me up there? Hello? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Mic drop. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Uh, here we go. Uh, leave, leave.
1: So, back to uh,
0: okay. So, remind me, where was I because now you, I'm lost. You
1: spoke to the housekeeper.
0: Oh, yeah. So, oh, it no, just
1: no. he broke in. Uh, into the ex-girlfriend's house or girlfriend at the time with you your checked. kick in the air conditioner and fought with the guy. Yeah, you That's you checked true. on my on my mic when
2: I made the comment about doors were invented for bears and giant men who want to kick in your wall and fight with you.
0: Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, so, so uh,
2: I was... must say I think poorly of A's uh, of his ex-girlfriend's ex-husband because if a giant dude is trying to crawl in your house through an air conditioner hole, you definitely kill him while he's stuck in the hole.
1: Yeah, <laughs> while he while he's crawling through the window. While they're crawling through the
2: hole that is kicked in the side of the house is when you drop a refrigerator on their head or whatever.
0: Right. Like,
2: yeah. Like, you know, definitely yeah. failure in tactics to let him. Because I'm just Get imagining in. a guy crawling through an air conditioner hole was a slow process involving a lot of cursing
0: yeah i can't even imagine like described right, this is a giant
2: i'm like wow that must have been a really awesome haircut
0: yeah
2: <laughs> like, how the hell did he fit his butt through that hole
0: <laughs> <laughs> well i imagine it was like a window air conditioner so yeah it right. would just be like kicking that in and then climbing in through the window but yeah i imagine that you're not just ninja sliding you're you're not just yeah. kicking and sliding in like a ninja right away there's time right. where you're getting in the window and <laughs> right. oh, he didn't the do window.
1: a dive, he didn't do a dive tuck roll jump up and yeah 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 play. yeah <laughs> <You> know, uh, <laughs> <no>.
0: <laughs> spin thrust parry yeah yeah no there was none of that so <laughs> Definitely failure on a lot of players involved in that scenario. And B, like to think of himself as perpetually the tough guy, right? Right. I'm going to fight all these battles and I'm going to fight all these guys and nobody wants to take me on. And I used to be a universal MMA (laughs) fighter, cage fighting, blah, blah, nonsense. That I'm like, I mean, really the only thing that he was like I said there was parts of his body that were definitely physically fit but I imagine if he punches you you're just going down with those big garbage pale hands right. so that's your claim to fame right there is you can literally do a one two knockout so this is where I begin to I am that's physically the, alone because you're big yeah exactly And this is where I begin to reach out to people. I'm physically alone for the most part all of the time, but I start calling Patty. I start calling another friend of mine, Kay. Kay was my childhood friend. Patty, you know her. We partied at her house. Yes. Um, I grew up with her. her.
1: I know her brother pretty well as well.
0: Yes. Yes, you do. (laughs) So, let's just say, Mark, we had the most amazing party <laughs> where there was so much drinking. Obviously. And at one point, Kay's brother, we watched him and all we we were in the kitchen and all we heard was, Wah! and there is S and a bike falling from the roof because he decided to attempt a stunt and ride his bike into the pool he made it um but then there was an interlude between patty and s and i was sleeping on the couch and when i woke up i kept trying to stretch and i remember <laughs> saying oh my god i'm paralyzed and i hear patty say to me no you are fucking kicking me <laughs>
2: I'm paralyzed. I can't move my foot. <laughs> <laughs> Patty's like, oh, it's goodness. in my
1: face.
0: Oh. <sighs> yeah. Yeah,
1: oh,
0: and was, then our friend Jay. Those
1: those yeah, times. and then
0: our friend Jay had, like, made a decorative poop <laughs> that apparently she had been holding for about five days in the toilet. I don't know if you remember that. But no. she came and told us all about it, about how impressive it was, because it was like... Like a Dairy Queen swarm.
1: Oh my god, I don't remember that.
0: <laughs> You'll have to ask turn, her. Turn,
1: turn, turn, clench, lift. Oh my god, if she listens to this podcast, she's going to freaking die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all these concerns
2: earlier on about where the trouble's going to come from. <clears throat>
1: well, that's the that whole that point.
2: Blows up saying, your entire that's scenario. That's the whole
1: point of the J and the K and the C and the... Right. J and the, yeah
0: so Kay and I had a very for lack of a better term tempestuous relationship Yeah, I think I probably loved her more than I've ever loved anybody in my entire life and I don't even mean that in a sexual or romantic type of way I just loved her so much it just felt like she really got me and we were so close The problem was, is that she was one of those type of people where she grew up in a dysfunctional home and we, nothing that I did was ever right. I could never love her enough or be... I don't know. Whatever she needed me to be, it was never enough for her. She was never going to go out of her way for me. And all the years that I've known her and all the places I've ever lived, she has never once gotten on a plane, in a car, in a train to come and visit me in any place I've ever lived. But whenever I would go back home to New York to see my family, it was always, oh, you better make time to see me type of thing. But it was never enough. And our last falling out is permanent. Like, she got COVID and... We talked a couple of times during it. We, I definitely didn't feel that closeness anymore. I've grown up a lot. I've changed a lot. And she was still in the same head headspace mentally. So I was like, mm, I'm, I'm not feeling this as much. And then she messaged me one day and told me that she was deleting me uh, from Facebook because I didn't call her. I didn't check on her when she was sick. And I just finally had enough and said, okay, but like, bye. And that's what I said to her. Okay, bye. And then she got mad. That was like hitting the rage button. And it became like this thing where now she called me a cunt. Sorry, but yeah. And it really got ugly. She was saying a lot of ugly things. And I I basically said to her, listen, in all of the years that we have been friends, you never once have gone out of your way for me. I really, like, this isn't me getting even. I'm just busy. I have my own.
1: Yeah, like, I'm over it.
0: Well, and I have my own life going on. I found a job that I absolutely love. This is going to be the career that I retire from. I have a full life between Eric and the kids and now this that I don't have a whole lot of other time uh, yes I have time to spend with friends one of my girlfriends invited me to go do something she and I are going to go do it I have that kind of time but I don't have time to baby you and talk to you because wow oh my goodness you're sick just get a box of tissues get the fuck over it right so like this one well, is what more you, permanent what
1: You don't need, what you don't have time for is someone demanding that you behave in a certain way and getting upset when you don't? Like right.
2: that's and she didn't get mad at you for not coming to see her, she got mad at you for being the bye. <laughs> you know, well right, that that's coming to so- see her was the pretense for the conversation in which she was complaining.
0: Right. The but- no. bye
2: was what she was arguing with you about.
0: That's what set her off because how dare I? How dare I actually be done? But I'll tell you what, I'm so done that, yeah, she blocked me on Facebook, but there's like this cool little trick on Facebook where even if someone blocks you, if you catch it soon enough, you can block them back. So I did. I blocked her back. I blocked her phone number from calling me. I blocked her email from emailing me. I blocked her on all social platforms. And that was... I don't even know, maybe a year, year and a half ago during this whole pandemic. Mm. I just don't have time for it. I really don't. I no longer am in a position where you can make demands of me. We are either friends or we're not. You You're can right. disappear.
2: She's threatening us,
0: Patty. Just, you know, I am. You know, if, if you don't stay in line, this is what's going to happen to you, Patty. <laughs> Yo, yo! Listen catch? up, guys! Listen up! All right, listen, my friends, my cousins, Tony and Vinny, they're gonna come there, and they're gonna have a nice conversation uh, you're with all you.
2: Racist. It should at least be Vinny and Rocco.
0: <laughs> well, no, because I do have cousins named Vinny and Tony. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs>
1: He literally um, is sending Vinny and Tony. I literally
0: am. Yes, I'm calling them as soon as we're done. One of them lives very close to New York, Mark. So
2: <laughs> they're both going to be like, "What do you want, Vanessa?"
0: <laughs> I want you to go. I want you to go pay Mark a little visit. Who's this
2: Mark, and why am I getting in my car? Do you know that gas is almost six dollars a gallon? <laughs> <Am> I- <laughs> Right. <laughs> I drive nowhere for nothing.
0: Uh, and I also, got cannolis.
1: And also yeah. my cousins Herman and Federico. That's <laughs> so- <laughs> yeah, saying,
2: our, our, our mutual friend Jay wants to play board games today, and I'm like, that's an awful lot of gas.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes. Yeah. From
2: here up there, it's yeah, it's, that's that's Bear Mountain.
1: When you say names in Spanish, it sounds romantic. You're like, ooh, can one of them be I'm going to send her
0: model. (laughs) 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 Yes, I want. Please send him. I'll take him out to a candlelight dinner. it will be fine. Don't tell (laughs) Catnip. Don't tell (laughs) Catnip. So with. With Kay back then, we were still in that cycle up and down talking not talking talking not talking and we were talking this time
2: if not this would be a very short story
0: right (laughs) i called
2: her and she didn't pick up the phone moving on
0: and then i also became very close with g which you know mark So I started expanding and talking to people and just needing that connection. And G and I were, we got really tight because he was going through his own thing at the time. Kay and I were whatever we were. And, and Patty, of course, was just rock solid and there. So, <laughs> but this is like, We got
2: to do another version of this story with Patty not listening right and then patty that bitch
0: (laughs) she was probably the best most solid during this because she just listened to everything i said and was like yeah sure whatever i bought b to meet patty i think it was was it at christmas i want to say it was christmas time
1: yeah it was around there i know it was cold
0: yeah, and you were so polite. Like I had no idea that you didn't like him until you just told me a few weeks ago.
2: Uh, I find that, like you know, when your usually obnoxious friends are really polite, that's
0: usually like a red flag, red
2: flag, you know, red flag, you know, like.
0: You know. Patty's not typically obnoxious, though. I mean, sarcastic, yes, but yeah.
2: that's that's what I meant. <laughs> I'm saying, like, yeah you know when you're typically sarcastic, you know caustic amusing friends are like oh yes yeah, so nice to meet you
1: yes would usually you like a, a... of tea would you like a smoothie <laughs> would you like to talk about the queen
2: it's usually a bad
0: sign you know something's wrong
2: yeah. i uh, never even
0: thought about that aspect of it i just thought <laughs> you know patty patty like myself is the penultimate hostess yeah, she's and we the... know how to Yes. You know how to talk
2: about the queen and serve
0: tea. Exactly. Yes. 100%. Just kind of wrapping all that up. So I'm now discovering like who B is. I still don't question any of it. He's the victim. He's just looking out for my benefit. There were things that he told me. I What I want for the woman that i want to be with i've dated some really bad women and what i want from the woman that i want to be with is one who's going to be the perfect mom i don't right. want someone who's going to go out and party and drink and do drugs and do this and do that i want someone who's going to be a good mom and be home with the kids and i'm going to be out there working i want the family so hard for me because like I'm the free spirit person and I just got done with my phone entertaining job which he really didn't want me to do Mm -hmm. and I still had all my profiles active or whatever and I had you know the sexy clothing for because I had been married and you know Kay liked that kind of thing some different men like different things so some just Uh, like this uh, skin uh,
2: my perspective on that whole thing is just the whole like, you know, hi, I'm dating you and I'm going to describe this completely different person and say, that's what I'm really looking for. That's right, just
1: right. another
2: form of negging itself. It's right. It's just the same crap in another shell. It's so the whole like, I'm don't... not criticizing you directly, so you have no right to complain. But
1: so many people do that. So yeah, many yeah, people yeah. do that. They date you and then they're like, okay, I want you to become this person. No, like, yeah. Go, Fine. yeah, yeah. Go find that person.
2: Well, beyond that, though, what I'm saying, he wasn't even playing that game. It's even more like Dickie than that. It's the whole, like, I'm dating you, but the perfect person I want to date is. And then when you complain, like, ah, fuck you. Go find them. Be like, oh, I wasn't talking about you.
1: Right.
2: Yeah, It's this completely passive-aggressive crap. Like, it's
1: Mm -hmm. it's
2: it's like you can't even complain. Like, if you had complained at the time, I'm sure he would have said something about, like, why are you taking this personally? You're so sensitive.
0: Right. Well, and I think my defense to any of what he said was just, well, I'm 100% loyal. Like, if you can win my loyalty, I'm never going to waver. I'm never going to go anywhere, which is true. Like, Catnip and I have been together now for a long time, six or seven years. Not forever, but for us, for me especially, it's a long time. I've never once wavered in my relationship with him. It's not always easy. It takes work. We've gone through our own ups and downs, but we try to communicate with each other and we try to act like teammates and we try to, reminder each other like we have each other's backs so with b i just kind of thought like well i am a lot of these things but i do enjoy occasionally drinking and i do enjoy occasionally smoking pot and i do enjoy occasionally going out late and dancing with my girlfriends or going out late and just having a few drinks with a friend i do enjoy those things this is not going to be a problem Mm -hmm. apparently how old old were you at this point Mm -hmm. I don't remember, I think 30, between 33 and 35 I want to say. Okay. And he it's was also right on that cusp
2: of that thing too. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, the the Marissa Tomei footstomp moment, you know, the yeah. biological clock tick, 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 you know, like whether as to whether or not it was on your mind or not, like uh, usually around that age, women are usually like, you know, I got to use these eggs or lose these eggs kind of you know, like either I'm gonna be a mother or I'm not. Like he's playing this game of what I'm looking for. It just right. feels a very a lot of this feels very manipulative, like you know, he's right. trying to poke into your 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 easy to
0: poke places. Right. Nah okay. So um. <clears throat> after the whole thing at where Kay had disappeared in Reno nine one one showed up to the hotel to perform a circus. <laughs> um <laughs> I had gotten into that argument with the out in front of the hospital. And the only reason I was out front was because that's the only place that there was signal. If you went into like the dip, like into where the parking lot was, which was like a way down, there was nothing, no signal. So I was pacing back and forth and just arguing with him. And I remember, I don't know, one day or one night calling Patty and Her sister answered and told me that Patty was out with one of, one of Patty's, I don't know how to word it, nieces. nieces. Yeah. So (laughs) one of your nieces, you were out with one of your nieces because her brother-in-law had died and it took me a second to like, put it together. I thought she meant your brother.
1: Right. And
0: I remember just being like surprised and going, Oh my God, what happened? And then it dawned on me that it was your husband, Right. which then I immediately started screaming and crying into the phone. And uh, just being shattered for you and then you and i did wind up you called me later um and you told me when the funeral was and i went back into work and i told them i'm going and i just told them it was my sister my sister's husband died i'm going to the funeral patty and i have known each other since 17 and i look at her like a sister so let's talk about that let's talk about your husband
1: right um it was a devastating moment of my life like uh i don't know if you want me to tell the whole story of what happened like how it happened whatever
0: you feel comfortable with um
1: pretty much it was the best time of our lives when he died like the best moment of our lives natalia was a year and a half old we were making plans to move south because neither one of us could stand the winter anymore in New York. He was talking to headhunters. We were looking to move either to Georgia or Florida. Um, and one of his best friends was going through a messy divorce. And he was like, do you mind if I go to camp with T for a little bit? and you know and I was like no not at all like be there for your friend it's fine so they went out you know mid morning you know his usual you know I love you when I get back I'm gonna you know do this and that to you and I'm like okay
0: I'm gonna blow on you <laughs>
1: Type of relationship we had. We were I'm going to very... turn you on and
2: off and on. And
1: then I'm gonna... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were very <laughs> like that. Like, it was, you know, I couldn't have asked for a better last conversation, let's say, with him. But that's how, we, like, I will always remember that because he, we were just, you know, he was the yin to my yang. And so the whole day passed around. I don't know. It was like 9 p.m. It was winter time, by the way. Uh, and a lot of snow had fallen that day. Around 9 p.m., someone rings the doorbell and I'm like, oh, my God, he forgot his keys. You know, I'm like, the, I had just put the baby down. I'm like, I hope she doesn't wake up. I go to the door ready to be like, oh, my God, you're such a loser. You forgot your keys. And it was the state troopers. And I immediately, you know, you your stomach falls and, and the state trooper was like, are you so-and-so, is so-and-so your husband? And I'm like, yes. And they're like, we have to inform you that he passed away. And I just started screaming, fell to the ground, started crying. The troopers were so nice especially one of them he hugged me he he asked me if he could come inside he consoled me while I screamed and cried and he they stayed until my sister came it was devastating it was so 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 devastating like I you know I always pictured us growing old together like literally anytime I saw an old couple walking down the street holding hands. I pictured me and him like that, you know. Um, And my whole life just, I felt like my whole life ended that night. And up until recently, I feel like, you know, I'm a happy person and you know, I have a wonderful child that got, thank God, thank God I have her because she really, because I found strength because of my child. You know, if it wasn't for her, I don't know exactly how I would have maneuvered my life after losing him.
2: It gave you um, something to do immediately. Yeah, it had yes, to be done.
1: Yeah, yes. Yeah. Like I, it, those situations where you know, when those moments of um re- reality hitting that, like I'm alone and. My, you know you don't want to get out of bed you don't want to shower you don't want to eat and you see this baby and you're like i have to get up i have to shower i have to feed her i have to take care of her you know i immediately started going to therapy and even the therapist she's like i've been doing grief counseling for 10 years you're the first person that's ever come this quickly she's like and that's how i know you're going to get through this She's like, you're you're not waiting to hit rock bottom. You're here now. And I'm like, I can't hit rock bottom. I have a baby. I can't. It's not. It's To me, there is no option here. I have to be okay for her. And I mean, I had moments of craziness where literally I, I had a body pillow from when I was pregnant. I literally put Boris's clothes on the body pillow and laid it next to me at night to make it feel like he was laying next to me. Like I had moments that I felt like I couldn't get through it and I did and I just kept plugging along and I don't know. But years and years to get over it. Years and years to feel normal like now it's been 11 years since he passed away and just now I'm in a serious relationship with somebody and at first I felt like I was cheating on on me I literally felt like I was cheating on him and the great thing is in I was able to talk to my a significant other about those feelings and he's like I get it he's like I don't I can't even imagine what you were going through or what you went through but he's like I don't you know like I'm not expecting you to feel certain ways or I'm not gonna feel offended for certain feelings that you have and he's like you know I at one point too he was like you're the love of my life and I'm like I can't say the same to you like because B was the love of my life and he's like I'm okay with that and that's how I know he is like I feel like the universe definitely works in different ways I feel like B's death has made me stronger has made me appreciate people more I've always been like that but like even more like I don't know how to explain it like I don't take people for granted at all but I feel like it brought me this person now in the moment that I needed to and he is just really great like he doesn't pressure me to feel different things or like he doesn't feel like I should feel the same way he feels you know what I mean it's like you know, just, you know, it's good. I'm good. I'm in a good place. I finally can say after 11 years after his death, I'm in a good place.
0: Yeah. And thank you so much for sharing that. No problem. I know (laughs) for me, it put things a little bit more in perspective because I felt like I had been really selfish. And now I wanted to drop everything and be there for you in whatever capacity. And I, maybe some of it still was a little selfish because I still really needed you too. Um, But I just remember being at the funeral and crying the whole time. And I think that was my moment of full grief. Like really just looking at my life and realizing that I was done with Kay no matter what and wishing that B was there with me, but then also wishing that B were, I don't know, a better person that he really would be a partner for me. And of course, you know, none of that. So when I I came to the funeral and then B was like, well, I'm in New York and you should come see me and he was in Long Island. So now I had to go from where Patty was in upstate New York to all the way down to Long Island to where B was working. And I don't know, it just felt very like superficial and I felt very sad and, you know, we continued, I guess, to have our conversation probably about what happened with K and B was like, well, K is a loser. And, you know, just trying to get this attention and blah, blah, blah. So now, and it was one night that I spent in Long Island and then I went back to North Carolina and I think it was like the next day that I went to work and was there for part of the day and I worked a contract position and I got fired. So how that works is your company actually calls you to tell you that you got fired, not the hospital. So the company is telling me, that they wanted to let me go. And they had heard that I was, I don't know, like using bad language or something out in front of the hospital. And I found it laughable because in all honesty, like we're at a hospital, there's all kinds of people milling around out front. I'd like you to prove that it was me, but I didn't fight it because I also went, well, yeah, like I just, I'm not performing to where I need to be either. Right. I'm divided. I've got so much on my plate now between my marriage falling apart, this new relationship with B that is absolutely batshit bananas. And then just left, leaving work a few days later to go to this funeral. I knew I wasn't really in a place to argue. So I was just like, okay, fine, whatever. So I went back to the hotel and I packed up my crap and, I called B and I told him what had happened. And he said, well, you can come stay with me. What do you mean I can come stay with you? Where are we going to stay? You don't live any place. And he said, no, but we'll get a place. We'll get our own place. And for right now, you can just come with me to all the job sites and you can stay in the hotels with me. I remember that. And it didn't really sound horrible. So I went back to the house and packed up some of my things, not much. I couldn't leave with much and this is where I my I exit my fairy tale of Eden. And I left with like a box with shoes and a coat that I had just gotten and a few other like odds and ends. And went on my way to new york and so you just then more abandoned crazy. your life and
1: then more craziness ensues
0: yes yes and yes i just abandoned my life i had blown it up so bad that there was no recovery so mm. i just walked away and i had packed up a bunch of stuff too i had packed up i went to the liquor store and i got a bunch of mc boxes from them and <clears throat> I filled all those boxes with books. Like I had this whole fantasy laid out in my mind that I was going to get an apartment and I was going to have books and some of the things that I loved around me. And I left with one box of things and left everything else. behind. I left my favorite cat behind. I just abandoned everybody. I, I ran so far and I ran so fast and my house didn't feel like home anymore.
1: I get that. But, like, I think, I you know, I just feel like in that moment you were so lost and you wanted to get out of your old life that maybe you didn't see the because of that, you know, what you were getting into.
0: I didn't. I definitely did not see what I was getting into. And I definitely felt lost. I felt like, I don't know not really that I had made a mistake, right? Cause I don't think I felt that way about marrying Kay. I just was so done and didn't have a good backup plan. And and here is a person who is like, I've really never been on my own, right? Until Kay left. And even then I'm not really on my own because I have a house full of people. I am still legally married. So it's not really like I'm on my own and, and really- having to be super independent and figure out who I want to be and what I want to do. So, yeah, I just was kind of like a pendulum spinning out of control. I
1: I totally get that because I felt the same way after B died. I didn't have someone, let's say to grab on to, to like do, but I was like, I'm going to go here. No, I'm going to go there. No, I'm going to do this. I mean, you know, I traveled with my toddler for two years. I traveled the world with my toddler because I didn't know what to do with my freaking life. Right. Like I was in Jordan. I was in Spain. I was in Colombia. I was in Puerto Rico. I was I came here like I literally was like, where can I go? What can I do? i don't know what to do i'm just gonna escape reality as much as i can and then my child had to start school kindergarten and i'm like okay i need to freaking settle down somewhere i need to figure out my life i can't just travel for the rest of my life and that's when i settled down here and then i was like I lived here for a year and then I was like I don't want to be here and then I went back to New York and I sold my house and I was in New York for a year and I'm like I want to be back in Uruguay and I came back like I was like and then I'm like dude like I don't I'm like driving myself nuts like I can't make <clears throat> or this and that I started to feel like every decision I was making was the wrong decision
2: yeah yeah I got- yeah I had a point in terms of, of the, I can totally get that, but also like at, at the point where the story is taking place, your three best friends are the woman who lives with you because you're not charging her rent, your cleaning lady and the Jehovah's right. <laughs> that doesn't really imply that the life you burned down and walked away was working all that right. 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 I would assume that if you were to name the three people most important in your life right now, none of them will be evangelists or your cleaning lady
0: no no
2: (laughs) I'm just saying like you know that that was a bit thin on the you know uh, your life
0: anchors had been yeah the support system wasn't very no and that was my biggest problem with living in North Carolina is I don't know if it was me or if it was the people but I really was all joking aside not good at building a network and I really got to a point of desperation where I'm like Well, maybe like I just need to have a baby so I can be a part of mom groups like nobody down here seems to like me. And it was very lonesome because the more I scrabbled and reached out for people, the more I repelled them away from me. And I was very, very sad and lonely. And I've never had that problem in other places that I've lived. I've always been able to make at least one good friend who, you know, if things are going on or if I just want to get out of the house, I have them to talk to and and spend time with. Thank you for joining us at Bittersweet Toxicity. The show was brought to you by North Circus Productions LLC. Artwork was done by Vin Lisa. Music was mixed by me, Vanessa. Sound effects were borrowed from Zapsplat. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Bittersweet Toxicity Podcast. And if you would like to support the hosts, you can find us at Bittersweet Pod on buymeacoffee.com.